The WNBA Gambling Podcast on Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN with on your first purchase. Save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code SGPN today. We were also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL. and went up to 20x in one game. Plus, they're, every Sunday they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting re- research platform for player props, parlays, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app and use HOF Bets dot com use promo code sgpn to get 50 percent off your first month and start making smarter bets today yes sir we are back with another edition of the WNBA gambling podcast on sports gambling podcast network no me no the voice on the guy it's me you really real human rights are from junior here at your service come to bring me my money comes the money here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. And I have my co-host here to break down with me the long game in the WNBA and get it out to you on a Sunday. Scott Studio Rachel. Scott, what's going on? Scotty, beat me up. Doing pretty well. Looking forward to game three. Overall had a good episode a last time out. Ended up not sweeping because Asia didn't do enough offensively, but it's fine. Ended up hitting the lock and the dog. I ended up having John Quell rebounds as my lock. That got there. And then for my dog, I had Stewie. 10-plus rebounds and a Liberty win at plus 285. That got mm-hmm. there. Really never in doubt because Stewie had 10 rebounds in three quarters, and then the Liberty had to just close it out. They did. Might have gone interesting for about 30 seconds in the fourth quarter. Not really. Liberty kind of led by 8-plus the entire quarter. And overall worked out well. So can't complain. Been a good playoffs for me so far. The Liberty showed up. Now they're up to one And then we had that massive collapse by Dallas in the home game of Game 3 because I believe they did not score in the final 4 minutes and 39 seconds of regulation in route to allowing, what was it, an 11-0 run to end the game? Uh, Yeah, it was about 11-0 run. It's 11 or 13, but they were up by a decent amount, and then they forgot how to score in the final 5 minutes. I saw Natasha Howard airball a three-pointer with about four seconds to go, and at that point, I'm like, all right, this this uh, series is over. So they gave it a good run. Unfortunately, fell short, and the Aces took it. So we already know one of the teams in the final, and we're one we're potentially one game away from getting the. We're potential. We're about one game away from getting the expected matchup in the final. Can we agree on that? Because I feel like for the past five, six months, we we're all just expecting two teams to face off against each other. We're one game away, potentially two. Yeah, we are. We are very much so. And I mean, I wasn't worried about the end of the Wings game because in true villain fashion, we took the Wings on the first half money line and they did come through in the first half. That's all we needed. We said that this was going to happen. They were going to blow this game late and they did able to still get us the cover. I said it was going to be a one score game. We got the cover with the New York Liberty who just completely steamrolled over the Connecticut Sun in that last game and got a really, really good win. Raja Lading came back with another 20 points. Brianna Stewart, like, you, like we said, finally showed up 
finally, finally showed up. So I did hit Brianna Stewart over 21 and a half because at some point you got to come to the come to play in the playoffs. Like at some point you got to be there. You got to be able to show up for us. And she was able to do that after Asia had a really good game. And now Asia came back down to life a little bit in that last game. But Las Vegas Aces getting some rest while the New York Liberty are playing in this game for of the WNBA semifinals. We have the Connecticut Sun who are at home and catching, what is it at now? Five and a half. Line opened up at five. It's sitting at five and a half. 160 and a half is the total in this one. I mean, I said it when, and I, well, I don't think I said it on air, but it was a possibility on air. And when it was official towards the later in the game, I added more on the New York Liberty because, Beck Allen not playing in that game defensively, what she brought that team, it, they were missing a lot. They were really missing a lot not having her out there. And so uh, she was Sabrina Ionescu's primary defender. She would con- so settle the, uh, the defense down and help start directing traffic. Really good veteran leadership presence on defense that was missing in that game. And you saw as the Liberty went on to score 90-plus points. I think this is going to be fun, but I think it's over. I think we're in agreement. Uh, I, I don't know how much you personally care about it, but I do want to ask you about it. There were some rumors or some, I can't even say rumors because people saw it, of some clashing on the bench for some Connecticut players. It seemed like there was a little bit of turmoil going on. How much of that do you think is a potential lack of chemistry and how much of that is realizing what's happening and not being able to do anything to stop it? I think it's none of either of the above. I think it's just comp- competition. And so I'm with he, you. I don't think it yeah. matters at all, but that's what people yeah. were kind of reading into. I don't think it matters, but I do think it is symbolic of potentially just realizing that when you have home court and then you kind of need to defend it because you're against the second best team or the best team in the league and they come out and just punch you right in the mouth and you can't do anything about it. It's not a good look. And I do wonder, once again, with Connecticut, we thought they would go to three against Minnesota. The main reason why is because even though they are the more talented team than Minnesota, they are pretty top-heavy, and we were concerned about other players not being able to fully step up. Forget about that for a second. You gave up 37 points in the first quarter of a home playoff game? 37 points in 10-minute quarters? Come on, it wasn't it wasn't close. Like they really they got out so good. And I think that there will be an emphasis on Connecticut not to let that happen again. I think Connecticut does get out in this game early. I think that they uh, bounce back and things look like for a good portion of the game is going to look like it's probably going to go Connecticut's way. And Connecticut is going to force a game five. But I've watched this New York Liberty team all year. And when they need it, they put together a good run in that second half. And they do what they need. That's why we didn't bet them covering a lot of these spreads because they would probably be down and they put together a really good run and be able to, whether it was force overtime, whether it was take the lead in the last couple of minutes, they were able to finally come back and get back in this game. And so, yeah, it's a close spread. But I think that this is the same thing that happened with Dallas and the aces where this comes down to a one possession game and it's going to be a bucket to win it. And if I think it's going to be that I'm taking the Connecticut sun plus five and a half here at home in an elimination game, but I still do think the New York Liberty are going to get the win. I think the Liberty win by two. So you think it's the exact same game as game three against the aces and wings? 
Yeah, same handicap that I gave that one. Game. Yep, same same handicap that I had in that one. I think happens in this one where the Connecticut to go back Sun to Connecticut, get out early. Yeah, Connecticut Sun get out early. They have a really good first half. They're they're holding on to a lead, and then this is when the offense explodes for the Liberty. And without Beck Allen or a compromised Beck Allen, then it, it, it it's going to be hard selling on Connecticut to stop anything that they have going in that second half. Yeah, to go back to Connecticut, though, uh, I said before the team's relatively top-heavy. AT showed up at 23-9-14. and 14. She was great. Bonner did not. Bonner had 10 points, won 4 for 12. And even though Tiffany Hayes at 16 again, shout-out to her, and you ended up seeing uh, a couple of other players step up, the point is they just don't have enough firepower to match the Liberty if one of their main two players is off. And you can make the argument that even though the Liberty had a good had a very good game from Stu from Stewie, Unescu was fine at 16 points, really didn't go crazy, but it didn't matter because Laney still gave you 20, John Quell gave you 10 and 12, Vandersloot gave you 12. The point is they have other options. The entire starting five for the Liberty had double digits. And if Bonner or AT are not going to have even their B games, let alone A games, I'm not sure they can win against the Liberty because they just can't score enough points. Is that an overreaction or do you agree with that? No, I don't think it's an overreaction. I think that it's pretty pretty solid in the fact that uh, this team has always kind of been like that, and especially as they lost Brianna Jones, especially, you know, as you saw Beck Allen went down and with the illness, and so she didn't play. So that thin bench got even worse, and then even now you're expecting year, John Quell. You know, you lose yeah. one of your best players, and you really don't do much to replace her. You're putting a lot of extra pressure on your top two players to carry your entire team. Yep. And that's why so, I have an issue with Connecticut on a regular basis, because once again, if one of those two have an off night, they don't really have a backup plan. And I feel like that's kind of what happened in game three, not entirely, because once again, the Liberty scored 37 points in the first quarter, took the entire air out of the building. Mm -hmm. But if the Liberty can limit either AT or Bonner, I don't think Connecticut can win against this particular opponent. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I don't I don't think Connecticut. Uh, I don't think they can win, but I think that they can make it a game, and that's exactly where I'm at. I think they make this a game. I think that this is a very very close game, and it comes down to the Liberty having to battle back. But when we go shot for shot in the last two three minutes of the game, I just don't think that they're going to be able to keep up at that point. So, yep, I am on the. What was your official side slot uh, pick for this one? I'm going to lean to the Liberty minus the five. I think I agree with you that if I was going to take Connecticut, it probably would be the first half, in my opinion, because they can't start out that badly again. If they're down double digits in the second quarter, they're going to lose by 20. Like, I just think mentally it takes so much to surrender home court in that fashion and really not even put up a fight in your own building. And again, that you kind of need to win. If they go down early, I think they're screwed. So I do think Connecticut's going to show up early. The problem, once again, is I just have too many questions about the overall scoring depth of this Connecticut team. And I do think if Stewie plays that well, if she ends up playing as dialed in as she was in Game 3, I don't think there's a chance in hell Connecticut can win. I think if Stewie's that good with 25 and 11, with two blocks and one steal, she completely took over the entire game. I think, once again, they need Stewie to have an off night and I'm not sure she's going to have another one because of the fact that she was so bad in the first two games that she took 
an even more aggressive approach to game three, which I think is going to carry over to game four. I don't think Connecticut can guard. Oh, Scott. What? <laughs> I was trying to get an ad read in. I just wanted to quick, a uh, quick, did you, were you on the Liberty or on the sign? Oh my gosh. Well, I, I was just going through it. Yeah, so. no, yeah, yeah, no, no, I get it. I'm I just, on the Liberty I, I and, I'm lean, and I'm going to lean to the over. All right, that, there the we go. That's what up. I was, that was there what I was looking for because we have to talk about the game time app and getting tickets because if I can go on the game time app right now and I can look around and see that if we have, some extra tickets for this game and be able to snag those up. Uh, you can do that with anything. You can do it with the NFL game time. You can do it with uh, concerts, comedy shows, all of that. doesn't matter. And guess what? If you find another ticket in the same row, same section, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Download the game time app, create an account, and use promo code SGPN for $20 off. Again, create an account and you redeem code SGPN for $20 off. We're also talking about Underdog Fantasy, where you can win up to 20 times the amount in a single game. Uh, if you just faded the Falcons' entire offense, then you probably did pretty well in Underdog. Uh, That's far a because they scored a touchdown. Yeah, They're on the board. Yeah, it's a Drake London, somebody that nobody bet on. And so from now until October 4th, Underdog is matching 100% of all your first deposits up to $500. Make sure you use that promo code SGPN. Plus, they have 100K Sundays where they will give you a player. You can bet the higher or lower on that player's stat, and you can be entered in a chance to win $10,000. I'm going to get my bet in, and the player that it is right now is currently Khalil Herbert at 55 and a half total yards, higher or lower. I am going to say lower because it's Roshan Johnson season people here we are okay make sure you use at promo code SGPN at underdogfantasy.com all right player props for this game we I can't had, believe you hit me with the Oscar music hey man you were you were going 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 yeah, and I'm like I had I had stage. us on a schedule and I thought when I said so which side did you say again that you were just gonna give me the side I, I, no I let you go you had a full then, itinerary for the episode yes that's with me I didn't know I did, I must have lost my copy in the mail I, I didn't know you had an itinerary <laughs> so my best uh they didn't the the producer didn't let you know in the back beforehand no. that you only had 60 seconds for your award speech well somebody's getting All fired because right. it was it wasn't my fault I didn't know <laughs> All right. Player props in this one. I'm not getting away from her. ET? Tiffany Hayes. Oh. Tiffany Hayes. Okay. Yeah, Tiffany Hayes. I mean, she at this point, she's the most consistent thing that they have going. And she the only the game that she did not have a big game was when she was in foul trouble. She did hit her hit over her prop in the last game. She had 30 in the game before that. I think Tiffany Hayes is going to have a really, really good game game in this one. I went and we we put her in the chat the chat underdog contest last time and she had the over so tiffany hayes is currently i see her on underdog at this is hey there we go underdog wasn't trying to move me to the WNBA screen that's what i'm talking about today underdog we have tiffany hayes at 14 and a half so creeped up one more point i still like it at 14 i think she can get to 15 today yeah, I mean, there's no reason to believe that the Liberty are suddenly going to stop her when she's been consistently solid the entire series. I also mentioned once again that the Connecticut lack a proper amount of scoring depth, and it does seem like they rely on bench players randomly to just step up. Hayes isn't random. She just steps up. So I do think when you're looking at Hayes at her point total, I don't mind that either. Uh, I like that angle. Is there anybody you want to pick from Connecticut out of the star players because you are picking them to cover? 
Are you just going to ride or die with AT? You think Bonner bounces back? You have any thoughts on those two? I think it's really more of a team effort. Like, I think it's more of a team effort. Tiffany Hayes is the person that I got down on that I think, you know, if she needs a bucket, she can go get a bucket and keep keep them in it. But uh, I think this is more of a team effort by the entire team of, hey, we've got to collectively keep ourselves in this. But, of course, you know, AT assists, that's 100%. 14 assists last game. Do you have any thoughts on John Quall rebounds? We're at 11 and a half at this point. Just keep. I mean, why? Why stop now? I'm just saying the line keeps going up, so that's why. I was yeah, no, no, yeah, no. Don't. I'm not. I'm not afraid to stop now. I think she's like she's been in the air in that range uh, this entire time. So I'm completely here to get down uh, on Jacqueline Jones. So I'm going to go back to my one of my props from the last episode. I'm going to go back to Stewie rebounds at eight and a half. I like the over. She's had double digit rebounds in each of the last two games. I'm still not sure why it's at eight and a half. You know, Stewie's going to play a bunch of minutes. She finally had a great offensive game in game three in game uh, three, but a reminder that I, I also realized I accidentally butchered the title. It's supposed to be game four. But anyway, whoops. The point is, I do think when you're looking at the matchup here, Stewie has been very engaged in the first two, in the last two games of the series. I think you're in line to see her once again show up, and I do think you're going to see her perform well. But on the boards, Connecticut can't do anything about her or John Quell. So I think if you want to pivot off of John Quell and look for uh, Stewie, I don't mind it. I think eight and a half for Stewie should be higher, and I think she'll probably get another double double. All right. Let's see here. Uh, any interest in Minaj Laney who's coming off back-to-back double-doubles? With double-doubles or 20-plus? I mean 20-plus, I'm sorry. Back-to-back 20-plus games. I have to be tempted. I, I was kind of tempted by her under in threes last game because I just thought she would regress eventually, and she actually got to 20 without going over the threes somehow. It's tough to go against her. She's been really good. And if you want if you want to talk about, once again, other people stepping up, Yanescu's overall role as a scorer has kind of fluctuated the entire postseason where she'll occasionally go for 20. But for the most part, she's, I don't want to say a decoy, but she's kind of just chilling in the mm-hmm. corner. And I don't really know why that's the offense, but they've really pivoted more to letting Laney cook. I don't mind Laney over. Maybe you expect Yanescu to have a great scoring game, but so far in the postseason, she's had what? Like one of those? Maybe two of those? That's it? She hasn't really done much scoring. So I think if you want to talk about where the shots might go, I do think Laney, once again, is probably worth considering because she's been that good in the series. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Unless you think her number's too inflated that you're just expecting her to regress. No, I, I think that this is a team full of stars. Like, this is what the good thing about this team is. I think they're a team full of stars, and it's just, uh, you know, <laughs> we, we can really – we I can make a case for everybody in this offense to get 20 today. And it's just kind of – I'm going back to Jaquel Jones, but I can make a case for everybody in this offense to score 20, and that's pretty much where all the plus money value is at for this team. All right. Before we get into our lock dog and prop, and we'll do an underdog lineup to close the show out, 
got to talk to you about Hall of Fame Bets because Hall of Fame Bets is the sports betting analytics platform with parlays, player props, and game lines. You can use use it for the NFL, NBA, MLB, soccer, all of that stuff. They have the revolutionary parlay optimizer tool that breaks down your parlay by leg and gives you an expected probability for the entire parlay. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start winning today with Hall of Fame Bets. Let's see here. Shout out to Anthony S. in the chat. Trying to com- combine some WNBA props with a NFL prop. That's how you're supposed to bet today here. Look out for uh, DTR anytime touchdown day. I'm actually I like considering o- I like O'Connell today. If you want to go for I'm, backup quarterbacks, I'm actually considering a last touchdown score for DTR. That's fine. Like, like let's just let's just say the wheels completely fall off and this team is terrible. Like he could play in garbage time and run. He's like getting benched. He's the backup quarterback. Yeah. So so uh, I might actually have to give that out a last touchdown score for DTR. That feels like a really good play. Yeah, garbage time drive gets flushed out. Maybe he runs for it. Who knows? I think O'Connell is a good game through the air against the Chargers. So. Couple backup quarterbacks that might be somewhat interesting. All right, chat is lit. Chat is going. All right, here we are here for my lock for this slate. By the way, in case you were tempted to take the Liberty, FanDuel didn't move the Liberty to minus four and a half. Okay. I I will lock up. Hmm. Uh, we never talked about the total, by the way. Were you on the over or the under? Uh, slightly over. Don't really I leaned over, it. but I, I don't know if you ever said which side you were. Yeah, on. I'm, I'm going to just go chalk here. At least Alyssa Thomas assists. Like, this team is still going to score. She's And even if they don't score, she always gets the assist number. She just had 14 in the last game. Uh, I, I'm just going to go back to it because I'm kind of struggling for a lock here. Uh, but... I, I like Alyssa Thomas. I always think Alyssa Thomas has a really, really good impact and... Uh, that that franchise high fourteen assists just shows that she's she's going to put this team in the best situation to win by making sure she's able to get the ball to everybody at their spots and be able to keep up with this Liberty offense that I think probably is going to be able to score today. So Alyssa Thomas over seven and a half or is it at eight and a half? I have as I'm betting this currently, I'm at eight and a half. I'll take it at plus money. So eight and a half assists. Plus money for Alyssa Thomas. I don't know why they're still plus money. They they they're just scared. Wait, you see the assist at eight and a half of plus money? Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say because FanDuel is nine and a half for the assist. So shopping around, shop around, yeah. you potentially save an assist. Yeah, no, yeah, you can definitely save an assist. Okay. I, I would. I mean, I feel like she's gonna she's she's gonna get there. I'm just not gonna question it. It's how I've been playing this season. All right. For my dog going to Connecticut first half money line. Plus one forty-five is that the best I can do? Yeah, plus one forty-five. All right, we'll take one plus one forty-five for the Connecticut Sun in the first half money line. And for my player prop, I am going to go back to Tiffany Hayes. Tiffany Hayes over fourteen and a half. She's she's just really good, and she has the confidence of not feeling like anybody is going to be able to guard her. So. Uh, Tiffany Hayes over 14 and a half. That is my prop. Scott, over to you. All right. So for my lock on this one, I th- do I want to go with the Liberty or do I want to go with a player prop? 
I think I might have to go back to a player prop uh, because we have officially crossed back over the threshold that I have to consider taking a prop at. Dewana Bonner, we're back to seven and a half rebounds, and I have to contemplate if I want to go with the under because we finally crossed back over because she had eight last game. Do I want to take it? Uh, you know what? I think I'm just going to trust my instincts. I'll go with the Liberty minus four and a half. I just think they're going to cover. Simply put, I was I was maybe scared off at five and a half or five, but now that there is a four and a half available at minus one eighteen, I think I'm just going to take it. It's such a thin margin to pick the Liberty to win, but to not win by five or more. And I do think once again the Liberty woke up offensively. Stewie showed up. I do like the overall form of this offense. Connecticut's a little bit too predictable for me. They need Et and Bonner to play well. If one of them don't play well, they're screwed, and I'll take my chances. So my lock, I'll take the Liberty, minus four and a half. I just think we're in line to see the Aces and the Liberty go at it in the finals. So that'll be my lock. For my dog, I'm going to go back to the dog that I hit last episode. I did lose a lot of the plus money value, though. It went from plus 285 down to plus 220. I'm still going to take it. I'm going to take Stewie, 10 plus rebounds, and the Liberty to win at plus 220. I like the odds on that. I mentioned that I think Stewie can go for a double-double again. She's been very active on the boards. The scoring's been inconsistent, but the rebounding's been good. And we know Connecticut on the boards, they're getting buried in the series with John Quell and Stewie. So I do think, once again, that's a pretty good deal there. So give me Stewie, 10-plus rebounds and a Liberty win as my dog. And for my prop, I really thought about AT triple-double, but she keeps ending one or two short, and it's so frustrating as she's always one or two short. It's at 5-1. to one which is kind of tempting. I think I'm just going to go with Bonner rebounds. I just mentioned it. It's back at seven and a half. I'll go with the under. She got to eight because the pace was very, very fast last game. I think it's going to slow down a bit more, but Bonner takes so many outside jumpers that she's not in the lane for a lot of these offensive possessions. And defensively, she's just outsized by Stewie and by John Quell. Give me Bonner under seven and a half rebounds, and you can find that at minus 122. For underdog contest, I currently have us with Tiffany Hayes higher 14 and a half points, Dewana Bonner lower seven and a half rebounds. What are we adding for our third leg? Do you like Pause. Stewie eight and a half for rebounds or no? Yeah, I can do Stewie. Okay. I haven't taken a Stewie rebounds prop. Set nine. So worst case, we push. We get the three the three X are there, but 6x is the payout for that three leg. Dewana Bonner, lower seven and a half rebounds. Tiffany Hayes, higher 14 and a half points. And Brianna Stewart, higher nine rebounds. Six to one payout on that. I mean, we we were one off on both underdog selections. Shout out to the chat. We were only one off. I think the Sabrina one was the only one that missed there. And oh no, you sold. might have missed. No, we might have missed uh we might have missed Chelsea Gray too, actually. I'm trying to remember if we had Asia in there, but I don't. We did. Asia was the reason that we didn't hit ours. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Asia Asia was the reason we didn't hit ours. So, all right, everybody. That is it for the seven people that caught us on a Sunday before you're watching football. Make sure you go tap into the SGP show kicking off at 12. I will have a touchdown parlay there, and it will probably include DTR in some shape, form, or fashion, or maybe the Browns defense, one or the other. And we have what else going on? Catch us in NFL Tuesday. We have Thursday NFL as well. And we'll be back for the WMA playoffs next week. We'll see. This could be the end of the semis and the finals starting next week. So uh, 
first two games on the road. So I may, I may, you may catch me in Brooklyn, Scott, for the game three, a game three with the Liberty. I'm going to go ahead. We know we're homers here, so we're still going to talk good about Liberty and say they're going to win. But I I, I may be in Brooklyn for a game three. I may be. Well, I was going to say, uh, just to be clear about the schedule, if there is a game five, we will be having an episode for game five. If there is not, that's fine. We'll just have a bit of a layoff in between for the NBA final or for the it's WNBA be, final. So. It's not going to be a game five, though, because the Liberty are going to win by two. The point is we're covering <laughs> we're going to cover every game that pops up. So we will have a separate video or episode for game five if there's one. But if not, don't worry about it. We're still going to be back for the finals. All right. For the nine people that are in the stream right now, make sure you like the video on your way out. And for everybody that may come into this stream uh, afterwards, make sure you like this video. And for the people that are catching us through the podcast or wherever you get your podcast, make sure you leave us a five star rating and review. Other than that, I have nothing else to say. Nothing else to do. No other way of any podcast. Just going to end it like this. We are out of here.